Okay, hello, welcome back, friends. Today, we are going to talk about more things that I collect. Yes, you may be thinking, oh, you just do the cars, the six fours, you don't do anything else. Like, the people who don't know think I just talk about 6.4 cars all the time and think that maybe I don't have other skills. Maybe I don't even have um, planes or anything other than that. But that's incorrect. Actually, I do have a Gemini jet. And I only have one because they're actually very expensive to get. Like, I only have the got the Philippines one for cheap, secondhand, but you know, better than nothing. And it only, it was, I'm not even going to talk about the price, but you know, it was, it was decent. The other price that I, for the other ones were too much. Like, a nice China, Air China plane, because you know, I only like the Air China because there's a flower on the tail because that looked actually pretty nice. Came to about a thousand, or it came, not a thousand, sorry. Came to about $230. And I was like, for a plane that's a 1.400 skill, 400 or 200 plus tax, which probably brings you to like 300. And these days with shipping prices going up, so 400. I was like, man, this is not worth it. I can probably get um something better for cheaper and so i don't really have too too many planes i mean i hope that someday the the plane prices will come back down and that i'll be able to get more if not then i'll just have to it'll be my thing that i'll probably get as like it'll be like a treat sort of thing that i'll get once in a while because you know the cars you can get but then it gets tiring after a while like if you say this car that car the other car Eventually, no one's going to want to listen to my podcast anymore because it's just going to be all about cars. And that's and that's boring. And so there's not really much about cars at the moment. But that's, that's about that. And next, I also am going to be making a DIY video on how to fix a car that accidentally snapped, on, snapped in half. And why it snapped on in half is because it's actually my fault. Because I should have known better not to bid on a car that was old but you know i saw that it looked like it could be a good car it looked like you just had to to just try and straighten it out and so that's what i did i slowly straightened it and it straightened fine then i sanded it and then i saw behind the paint there was these cracks in the the metal and so i was like yeah that's okay i'll just reheat it you know kind of make the metal melt a little bit reconnect it not a problem. And so I'm sanding, sanding, sanding. And all of a sudden the car breaks into two. And I'm like, shoot, I should never have bought it. And I was like, no, oh, that's fine. Because, you know, the middle pillar was still there. So I sanded more. And then the middle pillar came off. And I was like, oh, shoot. And so now I have to, I'm going to make a DIY video on how to fix this. Because essentially it's going to be an interesting fix. But, you know, it can probably still get fixed. And I do want to paint it an orange color once it's finished. I... I really should maybe have looked into it before I did it because it's, as I say, it's my fault because um, I should have known that it was in crappy condition and should have known that it was one not to touch. But, you know, who knew? Because when you buy online, you don't really, you can't physically touch it. You can't physically hold it. You can't, all you can do is visuals of it. And so you can't see what's under the paint. You can't. Until you don't buy it and until you don't work on it, you don't really know what the problems are with it. And that's why why car buying has always been interesting. Because the older cars that you get, until you don't sand it, until you don't start working on it, you don't really know what's wrong with it. 
And this is why a lot of the times I go for the newer cars, because then you don't have this problem. You're not making a gamble of, oh, the tires are done on it, the, the windows are done on it, or even the paint's done on it. With a newer car, it's all pretty much just um, in good condition and like new, and you don't have to worry about it. And the best part about it is, is that even when it does have small issues, it's easier to fix because you probably would take better care of it. Now, that's just saying that you do take care of it. There are people that, you know, I'm learning from, that I probably bought from, that don't take care of their cars. And so by the time they sell it, the cars are pretty much at the end of their lives where they're just falling apart and they're just ready to be recycled. And the thing is, is that I like some of the older Majorettes because they're they're much nicer. The They're easier to work on and they're, there isn't that much for old ones. And there's more models. Like nowadays, they only have very, very few models. They don't have every car. Like they used to do the Ford KA and now they've stopped doing it because they claim that not enough places in the world have the KA, so they don't want to make it. But I just think they just aren't interested in it anymore because it would actually still be a nice car for the Majorette lineup. Because if you think about it, the, there's no Ford Fiesta anymore because that one's been cut all together, so now that's gone. And the Ford Focus, they only do in Europe. And they're not, Majorette, it's also not going to be willing to give us side either. So that gives us very, very little option. I mean, they can essentially take the KA and make the Ford Puma, which is like the, like the KA, but a bit bigger in SUV form. And yes, we don't get that in North America. We get that, it's only you get in Europe and, you know, south america but that would be kind of nice in the lineup of cars like there's a lot more that they could do that they don't they don't even do mazdas anymore in majorette lineups they used to do mazdas and now they don't do it anymore like uh, today if they were to do a mazda they could either do the cx5 or even the electric cx50 i believe it is which is like that three-door car it's electric it looks futuristic but it also is kind of small and they only make it in brown color, so it kind of looks like a small old man's SUV. But yeah, that's basically that. They do have some Nissans, but they're trying to go back in time to when the cars were done the old style rather than the new. So they're doing a lot of older cars for their vintage lineup, which is good. But at the same time, it would be nicer to see more modern cars, more like the cars of tomorrow, or more like what we see on the street than what uh than the cars of yesterday because um they it would be much better and would fit much better in the lineup like for some reason they're still doing the the they keep telling me this too that they're gonna cut from Majorette the Dacia duster and the reason why they're gonna cut the Dacia duster is because it's old but however they don't cut it they just keep it they cut it from the race line but now it's just a street model and the only color you can get it in is brown and, I mean, the brown Dacia, you can keep around because it's a Romanian brand. But rather than doing the duster, they can give us another car like the Sandero or even um, a facelift or the new da uh, duster. Because the duster that they, they're still producing today is still uh, behind. And it would be nice, too, to also see more of the Dacia brand cars out in the lineup. Because right now, with one Dacia car, it looks like... They're not even trying. It's like how when they used to produce American cars, they didn't make as many. But, you know, they're, 
they're still doing some. Like, they still do the Chevys, like how they used to do. They're still doing Fords, but they're not... Like, my favorite ones that I like from the Montreal lineup is the is the Citroëns because they're and the Peugeots because they're nicer and they're more modern looking where the Chevrolets aren't really done as nicely as Matchbox but then again they're not they're not terrible and so usually when I get Majorettes I look for the other cars but pretty much for Majorettes they need more cars like um, they should add more to their Citroen lineup. Like this is the Picasso that they don't add to their lineup because they they don't want to probably because they're missing that. They only really have for they don't have very many Citroens in their lineup. They're they're missing it. They only have the Cactus, the the CV12 I believe, and a couple of other ones. Like it would be nice to see in their lineup um the air cross and even a few other cars but you know that's probably never going to happen and if it does it's probably not going to happen until next year the only good thing about Majoret is that they're back in north america unlike wellies wellies is an english car toy company and so as they as we speak i'm just going to move some stuff here um but as but they they basically came to north america probably didn't sell well and so they left and the thing about Wellies is that they actually never came back. They were like, North America, screw you, we're not coming back. And so they never came back. Where Majorette was like, we'll leave for a little bit and maybe we'll come back. And that's what they did. They left for some time and then they came back and now they're here. And now you can buy them at your local London Drugs. And they're, I think they're more popular now because people are starting to realize that the Maisto cars are is just junk and garbage and nobody wants them. Because the only Maistos that people would really want is the Maisto design ones. Because the other ones are just tinted black plastic windows and the wheels aren't even leveled. So what you really get is a, a car that's really poorly done and you don't... And you're just paying like a dollar twenty-five for something that really is truly only ninety-nine cents. And so I think now people are getting more upset with them. They're like, you know what? If we're gonna pay for a toy car, especially for a kid or if they're a collector, they're gonna be like, if I'm paying that, I might as well get better quality. And so that's why they're doing better. They have big advantage over um over me still. Interestingly enough, at some point, Misto actually used to belong to Majorette, and that's why the older cars have this suspension and an interior, and they look actually pretty decent. The newer ones today, they don't have suspensions, they don't have an interior, and they look goofy, because I feel like when they removed the interior and they just did the black inside, some of their cars, they didn't measure properly, and so they're the cheaper cars, but... You know, you get cars where you can have a Mustang and the wheels can either be way too big or way too small. And it's like, what? Why? And then the other cars, like the ones that you would think, wow, that would be nice if there was an interior in, they won't do. Like the only last Mod Maisto that I bought was the Ram truck. And I only bought it to show that they made a change. But ever since I've made my podcast about it, and ever since I've been saying it's crap, it's crap, it's crap. I'm noticing that they're not producing as much anymore. And I'm noticing that at stores now, you can go there and it's empty. I'm noticing the Zaru toys though. They're coming in. And I do, to be honest, I do have like three Zarus that I'm trying because, you know, why not? If they're a new brand of cars, 
then they're gonna come into my collection. And so I tried the Zaru toys and I think somewhere in one of my previous podcasts, I saw, I talked strictly about Zaru toys. And basically Zaru toys is actually the Maisto killer because it's like a Hot Wheel, but instead of doing the metal top, the metal body, they do a plastic body. Personally, I think that's a little bit odd. I I'm I mean I don't really love the plastic body. I would prefer a metal body plastic base, but you know why not? If it's if they're gonna make a car, they might as well make it decent. And so I bought one, and I was like, wow, these are pretty good because I did uh, have a Hot Wheel track, and so I tested it, and they were pretty good. And so I I was like, you know what? Why not? So I got two or three, and then I basically stopped there because. There's only like really four true different cars. The rest are all based off of each other because the the one thing that I don't like about the Zaru toys is that the car's face all look the same and they're not different. They're not unique. They're not they're not even interesting in their own way. They're just all looking alike. They all seem to be looking as if they're from the same brand. It's just not as nice as it could be. And so it's not going to and so it's not really it's one that you can collect too too much on. There's only two real ones that are different and its own from the set, which is the the sort of like the the what's it called now? It's like a sports car. I forget what it's called, but it it's just uh, oh yeah, now I remember. It's an ATV. It looks like a monster truck to ATV, and that looked pretty cool. Unfortunately, I was like next time, next time, and then I never got it. And then the other one that looked cool that I, I was gonna get, but you know, I didn't get yet, is the gold is the gold car and the the silver sports car. Because those two looked really cool. And I was like, you know what? If I'm going to spend a little more money, I might as well get something of a better quality. And so I got something a little bit more perhaps decent and a little bit better. And ever since Suru Toys had started making the I've noticed Maestro's slowly just pulling out because they're not doing a good job anymore. They still have their haulers. They still have their their car and trucks. Even their haulers, I can admit, they're done better nowadays because when you buy the package, you're paying a little bit more, but you're getting a car with a full in 6.4 car with a full interior. And so it's pretty good where the, the if you want a single packet car, you're not getting a car with an interior. You're getting a car that looks like garbage and it has no interior. And so that's why I don't collect Maestos. But hopefully Maesto pulls out of North America altogether and doesn't come back for a long while. Because I think they need time to learn that we're not interested in buying cars with no interiors. Matchbox is doing the same now. They're like, hey, Maesto, let's borrow your no interior idea. And they're like, oh, sure. But not all um matchboxes are like that only some of the new ones and i really don't like that because you know back when i was a kid all the cars had interiors in it and they looked realistic they looked like it looked like you were in an airplane and it looked like because when you're standing on the miniature cars it makes it feel like you're in an airplane and you're just looking down at it and if you were to look down at it and from a not too high height you'd probably see an interior you wouldn't see a car with just really black windows and no interior. And this is the thing that I made a podcast about in the past. I'm like, her about Maisto. I talked to her, Maisto and versus Matchbox. Matchbox, they give you better quality, better fitting things, but they also don't want to give an interior anymore. And so Matchbox is now no better than Maisto. 
The interesting thing is, is that Hot Wheels owns Matchbox. And so Hot Wheels is making their cars look like how Matchbox used to make them look when the interiors, and they actually look pretty decent. Maestro's cars are not being produced because the problem with Maestro is also they're not producing very many models. They're cutting, 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 and they're also not adding more models. So it's also, it's it's a dying brand, to be honest. It's going to end up being like Yataming, where the brand basically existed and then it got smaller and smaller and smaller and everyone said they were doing well until they finally cut completely and then they were gone and yes i do have a few cars from yatomi they weren't completely the greatest but you know they weren't crap like maisto maisto is like the epitome of crap their their bigger cars with the haulers are like the the haulers themselves are kind of crap too because they don't have interiors, but at the same time, they're not they're not like the the one the singular car because their other car with it is has an interior and everything that I've talked about. And the reason why they do this actually is because they want to be like, see, we can do an interior. See, we don't like that people talk bad about us. But the truth is, is that they just want to bring people into the door because it probably means that they're not doing really good business. Because if you think about it. If you had a choice to choose a matchbox with no interior, a maestro with no interior, and then the Hot Wheels with an interior, you would choose a Hot Wheel with the interior because you're getting more. Where the matchbox, it would be your second option, and the maestro would be your last option. And so that's why it's not really the greatest. And to conclude here, we're gonna the next topic I'm gonna talk about is which cars should be cut from North America altogether. Because there are good brands. And there are crap brands that need to be cut. And that's the end of this podcast.